0: cajun creole food park children's activities period craft demonstrations and live music saturday featuring kayla woodson followed by ray foray and foray tradition and sunday's kevin Delage followed by buckwheat zydeco so take a step back into history at the destrahan plantation fall event 13034 river road in destrahan
1: at at&t everyone new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone why because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. From examining how vital bats are in the creation of Mexican tequila to exploring a lost continent right under our feet, each episode of Nat Geo's Overheard podcast takes a dive into the conversations that occur behind the scenes at National Geographic. Overheard is presented by the City Advantage Platinum Select Card, the card built for your adventure. For a limited time, apply for the City Advantage Platinum Select Card and you can earn 50,000 Advantage bonus miles after qualifying purchases. Head to city.com slash adventure to learn more.
3: You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello,
2: sports fans.
1: Well,
3: hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered.
1: Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend.
3: Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill.
0: Natural treasure, been. Two hours of Jordan, the intern, treasure. back in studio. Absolutely. I am a treasure. It kind of surprised me, too. I didn't know you were coming in.
4: I told you yesterday. <laughs> did I tell you, like, the beginning of this week? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm seeing you Friday.
0: How how yeah. How you didn't know if I maybe had another intern in here? You know? it's
4: Friday, Friday, if I walked in and there was another guy in here, yeah. uh-huh. and I just, like, walked in,
0: uh-huh.
4: If it was like, well, I mean, walking in, what am I
0: supposed to do? I haven't seen my intern since August. You know, maybe, maybe I needed another intern.
4: Have an intern affair?
0: Look, you know, it's not just me. I, I got needs, man. I need people to cut sound for me. You know, get some guests. Got a hold of Eli Gold yet?
4: I did get his. Daniel Salerson did there send me is. over his number. See, we
0: told you, Ken. We know people. So, <laughs> well. We will we will make it a point moving forward. Look, the season just started, <laughs> but we will we'll make it a point. I promise. Because look, legitimately, uh, we probably should keep tabs on the Pelicans G League team. <laughs> Never know where help can come from, right? Okay? I mean, Didi Lasado's down there. No, thought Didi might start next
4: year. <laughs> yeah, we thought Didi was going to do something this year. Yeah, well, with the actual team.
0: Friday, Friday. <laughs> is that where we are? Ken was a little upset. Ken wanted, Ken, Ken. wants more coverage. Not just from us, just from uh, everywhere else in the city. Um, birmingham.gleague.nba.com. Just type in Birmingham G League or Birmingham Squadron. And that is their webpage. And you can follow them throughout the season as well. So that'll be good. By the way, Jordan, the Birmingham squadron, 2-0, baby, going into tonight's game. 128-117 to 117 over the Greensboro Swarm. I'm assuming that's the Hornets G League team. Then they played them again and won again, 97-94. What are you shaking your head for? Nothing. Take on the Texas Legends tonight. In Frisco, Texas. My buddy lives in Frisco.
4: Steve. Go tell them to, to check out the you know, the winning side of things. Oh
0: oh that's where we're going. Okay. I was wondering where that one is. Um, you never know. Tonight, Pelicans taking on your Brooklyn Nets, nine point underdogs here at home at the Smoothie King Center. Durantula's in town, Kevin Harden's in town, Jordan scared the bejesus out of everybody today when he said Kyrie Irving's here. We're like, What? I mean, no, I just, I, I don't mean that like to, to bring it up that you had incorrect information. You just I you surprised us all yeah, because I did. He hadn't gotten vaccinated, and since he's not, he can't play and he can't practice uh, in New York per state or, or city ordinances and all that stuff. So that's why in case you do go tonight and you, you go, Jordan, and go, because some people may go to go look at the Nets, and, and they're like, where's Kyrie? Well, in case you haven't followed the news, he he doesn't want to be vaccinated, so he can't play.
4: I you, can look, on the team. you can look at you know the bright side of things. Kyrie's not playing tonight, so that's good news for the well, Pelicans. The last
0: time these two teams did play here at the Smoothie King Center, Kyrie did take over the game in about the four-minute mark. I actually want to say, last when the last time you saw Zion play. Don't you remember? Right wing in the corner uh, Zion. It's, it's been Zion a while brought, since I've
4: seen Zion no, play. I
0: remember I guess, it clearly. Hard Zion brought remember. the ball up the court far side, got just by the three-point lane, picked up his dribble, Kyrie, whoop! Off his hand out of bounds. Nets ball. I remember it. (laughs) Let's turn to the positive side of things. Will we see Brandon Ingram over the next two games? Because tomorrow in the back-to-back, Ja Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies are in town. How's Ja doing this year, by the way?
4: Uh, Absolutely killing it. (laughs) I I didn't didn't
0: know if he was doing anything. Every
4: time I log on to Twitter, I just see Ja Morant's face. Of him dunking on somebody. I, I know, I know. And then dropping I know, thirty or forty I, or fifty points.
0: I I understand that.
4: Good for him. And then being covered by the national media in a positive way.
0: <clears throat> I, I was about to tell you how Brandon Ingram's doing,
2: but he hasn't played.
0: Well, but, he's got to feel better. Well,
3: I feel pretty
2: good. Um, tried some different movements on the floor where I had um struggled with in the past, and felt pretty good today just to get back up and down to get uh, a little win.
0: All right um will we likely see him this weekend
2: hopefully um well but I continue to progress try to get back on the floor and go through some five on five stuff and, and see how my body feels and how it reacts the next day so um I, I don't have an answer for that but hopefully I can I can play this weekend
0: All right so that's not a bad thing Jordan you have some breaking news hold on hold on hold on I gotta get the appropriate one
4: you get a short sounder. Go ahead. Sean Payton just told the media today that Trevor Simeon is the starting quarterback this week. There you go. You're
0: surprised? No. Nope. I do think you see a little bit more of... Um, Taysom Hill? I do. I do. Don't you? Hopefully. Whoa! So, so the Saints need... Need, need more some, huh? some time. All right. Can we get back to the Pells or do you want to stick with the Saints? Your call. I hadn't seen you in months. What do you want to do? You can you can literally take the show where you want it to go right now. What do you want me to do? We want to hear from Pete Werner, Mark Ingram, Marshall Lattimore, a few more from B.I. and the Pels. What do you want? Let's move on. You want to move on? Let's move on. We'll move on to mark ingram how about that uh how many yards does he need to pass deuce McAllister in the all-time running list 20 20 yards instead uh, several times ta- do we have a sticky note on that i don't need a sticky note huh uh,
4: if mark doesn't oh, rush there for it 20 is 20 yards won't be a good day for the Saints. will not be a good
0: day for the saints he was asked uh yesterday had he talked to deuce McAllister about that
2: no i haven't um deuce has been one of the most supportive guys throughout my whole career even in the beginning times when you know whether it was role or whether it was injury, whether whatever it may have been, um, when things weren't as you know ideal as you know you'd want them to be as a first-round pick. Um, he's always one of those guys who was encouraging and supportive of me. So I'm thankful for him. I'm thankful for him uh pouring into me, being positive to me, and helping me grow as a runner and as a professional. So he's definitely helped me along the way as well. So I'm thankful for him and be honored to be able to you know get the yardage to. You know, top that record. And he set the bar and, um, you know, set the standard, and we just trying to elevate it.
0: Um, look, no Alvin Kamara yesterday, no Alvin Kamara Wednesday at practice, and Jordan. He was not
4: spotted today either. Not ever.
0: spotted today. I'm going to go out on the limb and say this is a, very, is a high probability. I'm not saying that he couldn't show up in Nashville on Sunday and play. But if he has a knee issue and it's a sprain, like Nick Underhill from New Orleans.football reported back on Wednesday a mild knee sprain, why would you play him this game? I need him for later on in the season. You're not going to lose the playoffs this week. You're not going to secure a playoff spot this week. As much as it stinks, I think you feed
4: 1-4. It's weird to say that, huh? It's Alvin Kamara backwards.
0: Okay. We can look at it that way. Ingram is ready, by the way, if that is the game plan.
2: I'm ready for the whole load at all times. That's what I prepare for. Um, that's what I do. That's what I'm built for. Um, I'm always excited about the opportunity to be able to go out there and improve myself. That's something I try to do every single day in practice, try to prove myself, try to improve, try to get better, and uh, you know, try to prove that I'm one of the best out here doing it. So I always, pre- I always prepare myself mentally, physically, and emotionally to be able to shoulder a big load and, you know, that's what I do. So, always ready for opportunity and, um, just thankful for the opportunity to be able to play this game, be able to do the best I can to help our team win. That's ultimate, that's my ultimate goal. No matter if it's, uh, one particular role or if I gotta, you know, shoulder a load, I'm always prepared to do whatever it takes to help the team win.
0: Uh, Mark Ingram also, on settling back in into the swing of things, he's he's had a I mean, since he's come back, it's, it's kind of what we talked about on the show, huh, Jordan? I mean, he could run screens, he can help you pick up protections. He's actually been a very positive addition, don't you think?
4: Oh, absolutely. I, I Just marking, just getting those short yardage kind of situations, um, getting you first downs, kind of, you know, you've seen a little bit of screen plays. I don't think that they've worked as good as you know, they should be, but that also has to attribute to the O-line blocking a little bit better. But, no, Mark Ingram has, for sure, you've seen the difference with Alvin Kamara and just the amount of touches that he's got
2: since he's arrived. All right, here's Mark on that. A lot better. Um The past, after the first week, uh, definitely just settled down and uh, getting back into my routine. So feels good to be settled down and. Just back into a normal routine.
0: Yeah, I like that, no doubt about it. Uh And I definitely do think that is something that does help, right? To to have him back into the swing of things, and and on the offensive side to do that. On the defensive side, Maddie texted me this too. Looking at the film right before she came in on Tuesday, she thought she said, she called it a low key hot take, or you know, just kind of not not just bringing up the point. Did you think Quan Alexander had a good game last week?
4: I mean, he didn't, you know, blow me away or didn't really.
0: I mean, look, it's Kyle Pitts, and he's a matchup nightmare. And I thought Atlanta did a very good job early and putting him in formations and spots where, look, Quan Alexander lined up on the sideline like a defensive back it was just. I'm like, what? What defense is this? So you you credit them on that, but I, I that's one of the very few rare times I've seen. Quan trailing a lot. But it wasn't just him. Again, credit them. It took literally three quarters for the Saints to figure it out on the defensive end. So, but Pete Warner had been playing very nice. By no means am I saying that you... Look, both of those guys are basically almost halving the snaps. You know? On that aspect of it. He spoke yesterday about his role and how... It's different from the beginning of the season to now, and especially sharing it with Quan.
1: Yeah, so uh, basically every um, Wednesday I show up and kind of get the schedule, um, figure out what kind of personnel groupings we're going to see from the team that we're facing, and then uh, listening to my coaches and figuring out the schedule for that week, uh, you, you got to adjust, and... Um, um, they're going to let you know, and you just got to go out there and perform. Whether it's you get a few snaps, you get a lot, you just got to go out there and f- perform because the following week, it could be uh, a, a, a different thing, a different thing. So you just got to stay on your feet, stay locked in, and, and be ready to compete always.
0: Um, I, I wonder how that sort of, you know, I wouldn't say affects you, but he's handling I, I think, look, that guy's been pretty good, huh? I mean, he's been a nice addition again. When you look at the draft picks, Jordan. You know, although Peyton Turner
4: did get put on IR,
0: it's only three weeks. <laughs>
4: it's just, can we? I'm just. So, I'm we, I just like we just not drafting defensive end in the first round like all anymore? We've talked about his injuries today. I
0: know. Uh, by the way, he, you know, is on IR. Peyton Turner it was yeah. placed on there yesterday by the team. I hadn't touched on it because I don't know what you want me to tell you. What? What are you pointing? Peyton Buckshot Turner.
4: Oh, all right. You are right on this sticky note. The October weather will be beautiful, so I'm taking that down.
0: Do you think that maybe, giving him the nickname, maybe Jinxed him?
4: Probably. I, I,
0: I did um, give him the the nickname Peyton Buckshot Turner. Well, before he ever played a snap. All right, you get it once. That's it. Maybe I don't give nicknames to players before the season starts anymore. Or anyone. I mean, he's had a season, right? I mean, a red shirt season. He's a rookie, come on. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, I don't blame him, Mike. Cursed them. I like I honestly may have to take responsibility for this. I called him Buckshot Turner. I started out a, like a poster and everything, remember? The Banditos or whatever. Like I oh. I had everything.
4: Chauncey Garner Johnson yes, was, was involved, the, yeah, Paulson the, the Debo. The bandits or whatever.
0: Yes. The black and gold bandits or whatever I called them. Black and gold banditos. How many games has Peyton Buckshot Turner playing in? I, you know what? I apologize to Peyton Turner. I may have I may have jinxed your rookie season. You think I would learn my lesson, huh? The graph right now is going.
4: I don't learn my lesson. You either. would learn
0: your lesson. Now, actually, you know what? We need to use the powers of the Elgato Negro with you as well. Today, when the Nets go up, especially when they go up by double digits in the first quarter, go ahead. It's over. And tweet. It's over. Congratulations to the Brooklyn Nets on another successful victory at the seven-minute mark in the first quarter when they're up 10-2. Do it, and let's see if you jinx. You know the what's Nets. funny?
4: I tweeted out with the Saints game and the Falcons game. Up, <laughs> oh, these are the re- people were saying something that Sean Payton yeah. was the reason yeah. that the Saints uh-huh. were losing that bad, and then I gave a bunch of reasons like that's not the reason why they lost today. And it was okay. at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and then all of a sudden. It happened. They took the lead, and and then as soon as I deleted the tweet, we wound up losing.
5: There you go.
0: DraftKings Sportsbook's coming to Louisiana, and we are encouraging you to go ahead and download that and use the code LAROSE because if you do that, they will give you $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. So go ahead. You know, DraftKings Later in daily fantasy sports, you already have that app probably, right? Staying under the salary cap, seeing if you can win million dollars in prizes, all that stuff's available. This is different. This is a sports You're going to be able to, you know, lay a little cheddar on some things coming up towards the end of the month from the comfort of your house or your car or maybe Jordan during commercial breaks. I, I don't know. Whatever it is that Jordan can do, bottom line is this, Jordan can do it because no deposit is required in order to get the $100 in free bets. All you got to do is sign up before they go live, though. So you have to do it before they go live in about two weeks or so, okay? So DraftKings Sportsbook, that's the app. The code is LaRose, $100, which you get in bets when you sign up. Leo Haggerty next on ESPN New
2: Orleans. And then you wonder why I stand the night. Well, I've had enough.
0: This black and gold report is brought to you by Ashley Barrios and Cutoff. State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. See Ashley today for all of your insurance needs. Well, the Saints didn't win the OBJ sweepstakes. He picked L.A. He's a Ram. ESPN's Dan Orvlosky. There is no more excuse to can he play or not. The offensive system is spectacular. There is not a football team in the NFL that
3: uses more empty set, meaning five wide receiver options on the field, than the Los Angeles
0: Rams. This is not a run-based offense like he was a part of in Cleveland. We're going to find out if he's any good. ESPN's Marcus Spears states the obvious now, the NFC.
1: All the poker chips are in the... LA Rams corner and they pushing them all in win a Super Bowl I gotta think that that is the way the Los Angeles Rams are thinking not only with the Odell Beckham Jr. move but with the things that led up to this
0: the reason Saints fans wanted OBJ was help at the receiver position Saints wideout Marquez Callaway understands the fan base's angst over their lack of production
1: honestly it can't be put on nobody but us ain't nobody
2: out there running the routes getting open but us so With things not working out in our favor, like you
4: said, with the lack of numbers going up, all we can do is go out and play the next play. So,
0: Saints and Titans, Sunday at noon on CBS. NOLA, a three-point dog. For more on the black and gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This black and gold report has been brought to you by Ashley Barry Austin Cutoff. State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. See Ashley today for all of your insurance needs.
1: State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising? This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that twenty dollar bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply, what one pays in exchange for something, and in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most, like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
3: When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Caroll. Could we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Katengal.
0: Welcome back. Leo Haggerty joins us from in sports magazine. Joining us at 1230 was is it the catapone or the did, did you not give me an F? The
5: did, did, did I say it right, Leo? You did. Steve, our and Okay. I'll tell you what. Josh, here's the amazing part: his dad played with the Jets back with the Namers and that group.
1: Okay,
0: I was making sure that I didn't mess that up. Um, all right, let's get to it. And we talked a little bit about the Titans, obviously, and the Saints. So we'll we'll wrap up with that. But uh, you're, you know, Champa Bay got it all rested. Tom Brady probably went to a spa. You know, just just all ready to get going again and. You know, start winning games there, Leo. So, what did the Bucks do during the bye week?
5: It, Gus, they rested. <laughs> you know, it, uh, on the ninth day, the Bucks rest. You know, that's what they <laughs> that's say. Just... <laughs> they played eight games. Uh-huh. Uh, they, Gus, they're beat up. I, I mean, that was the, a big thing to try and, and, and make that happen. Was to get the rest to get to that point in the season where you can get. And I asked Bruce Seren today, I said, hey, rest or rust, are you a little worried about that? He said, no, the way we practiced this week. And, again, same thing happened last week to them, just in the bye week. They lost before the bye week. So, again, he's got their undivided attention, at least for this week.
0: All right. Easy enough. Um, when you look at this game against Washington, I didn't think Washington would be 2-6. and six. I-, I honestly didn't. But, obviously, when you think that you're going to have a certain player be your starting quarterback and he doesn't, that obviously – I'm sorry, I know how that is, the New Orleans Saints. That said, though, are you surprised Washington's 2-6? and six?
5: I, Gus, I'm surprised, but I didn't expect it to be much better once this Patrick okay. went down. Again, uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought maybe 4-4, four and 3-5. Four, and five. But I no, I didn't expect two and six, but I didn't expect six and two either.
0: I guess you're right. So give me a reason to watch this game. Tampa's nine and a half point favorite.
5: Huh. Gus, I wish I had a reason. Oh wait. no. I I, <laughs> I, I I don't have a reason. Okay. Again, uh, if you look at the games being played this week, <laughs> I, I mean Tampa's like down nine or ten. <laughs> If I don't have a dog in the fight, that's about where it's at. I mean, mm-hmm. I definitely want to see Cleveland and New England at 1 o'clock. I definitely want to see New Orleans and Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I, I'm kind of interested in what's going on with Buffalo and the yet. But, yeah, I, I, if you want to watch, let's, let's see if uh, Chris Godwin, is, is, he's a game-time decision. Gronk is out. Antonio Brown is out. So, it's going to be uh, it's the main reason to watch it, Gus, is see which Buccaneer goes down again. Uh, I, they are just—it it looks like a uh, a bash unit out there for them, especially in the secondary.
0: Leo, uh, you would have thought that the Panthers would have won the lottery or something. Look, I get it—they've lost a lot of games. Their quarterback's out four to six, you know, weeks with the shoulder injury. They need something to be happy about, and then this—this this happened this afternoon—that just probably sent the phone lines at every sports talk show in Charlotte crazy. Oh, I took off my my cable. Sorry. It's it's Cam Newton saying that uh without further ado, keep pounding. And uh are you surprised that he went back to Carolina?
5: No, because that may have been his only option. And, and again that's Carolina is a conundrum. I one, I don't know what they saw in Sam Darn. And that's just, and again, I'm listening to uh, Daniel Jeremiah today on the radio. And he Mm -hmm. said, you know, I thought Sam Darnold was going to be really good. And I said to myself, you didn't watch the bowl game. And when he came out in that bowl game and said, you know, somebody said, well, you didn't have a good game. He said, well, it's hard throwing when you're on your back. When you throw your offensive line under the bus like that, buddy, (laughs) you're in trouble. And I, I just, He went to New York. He wasn't ready for the bright light and the media there that just is going to be incessantly after you on a loss. And Hosanna, Hosanna, crucify him, crucify him. That's what New York media is. So, yeah, I just I don't know which Carolina is going to show up. And uh, Cam's a good fit there because I don't know how that offensive line is going to protect the quarterback anyway cam's a big target and he's a lot to knock down
0: mm. panthers at the cardinals arizona 10 and point favorite here don't know about murray's status but I, I still think regardless a tough matchup for the panthers
5: oh very tough and again the the problem you're seeing Gus, is that arizona is no longer this finesse football team boy they're gonna punch you in the mouth and <laughs> They, they basically are beating up people, which is not the modus operandi of the old Cardinals. They are a very physical group right now. And uh, I don't see Carolina winning this game. I think Arizona wins 35-18. to
0: Jordan, uh, you just saw something on Sean Payton, who just spoke a little bit after practice. As we move on to the Saints and Titans, Leo, this is interesting and yet not surprising.
4: Yeah, Sean Payton spoke with the media, and he said that he's confirmed that he's no longer part of the NFL competition committee. He states it was the right time. I'll leave it at that without getting fined.
5: Yep. There you go. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting. And, and again, I, I asked Darian today, I said, you've got to tell your players and remind them every week the way they're calling the taunting rule. And he just got this sly look on his face, little smile, and goes, yeah, we just found out last week that you can't even look at the bench anymore. He goes, eventually you just got to keep your mouth shut. Now, Gus, I know I'm a little bit older than you. And I, I did play college football, and it wasn't with leather helmets. I was a little bit past that. But back then, intimidation was the name of the game. It was just, that's the way you played the game. You tried to intimidate the other person. Mm -hmm. You tried to make it miserable for them. Uh, They've been calling taunting penalties every play when I played just because of the banter that went back and forth between both teams. It was just accepted back then. And I I don't know what's going on. Again, I can't comment on what happened in that Bears game because I don't know if the referee threw the flag for something he heard or something he saw. So that's it's still mind-boggling the way this taunting rule is going.
0: Leo Haggerty in Sports Magazine. Do the Saints win on Sunday?
5: Yeah, Gus. I think they do. Oh. And again, I think Tennessee, I don't know how they beat the Rams other than, oh, wait a second, two pick sixes? That's how you beat the Rams. But I think the Saints, one thing you're seeing is they are taking care of the football. I, I'm amazed they didn't make a stronger pitch for Odell Beckham. I didn't think it was a good fit, but the way the receiving core is down there, it's an abomination. So I, I think what you're going to see is you're going to try to run the ball with Ingram. You're going to try to get Kamara on the perimeter, and you're going to try to play good defense. Because Tennessee, if they got to throw the ball, they can't beat you. Did I lose you? Hello? Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I just didn't, I didn't know. I, I was getting nothing at that end, but. Yeah, Gus, I think the Saints win. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be 24-21 Saints. So that's it. That's my thought there. I think the Bucks win in Carolina. They get beat out in Arizona. And that leaves us with the Falcons. Amazing, yeah. right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Funny how that works. Leo Haggerty is always, man. Appreciate it, buddy.
5: Gus, you have tried to remain in one place this weekend i know you have a plethora of events coming i'm heading down to watch the number three team in the country the cincinnati bearcats they're in town to take on south florida you have a great one with arkansas and everybody else you're watching this weekend
0: all right buddy appreciate it take care take care pal bye Leo Haggerty. All right, Jordan, you actually do have
4: the rest of the show.
0: What? Daniel Sallerson's coming up.
4: What? I got to have I finally come what? back and you're leaving me right I, I, before the show even ends? No, I'm
0: gifting you 30 well, I minutes. I appreciate of show. that. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So I'll shut up so you can actually talk to Daniel as the Pels take on the Nets. Enjoy the weekend. From my standpoint, don't go anywhere, though. We got more of the sports hangover in your home for Pelicans basketball. Yes, in New Orleans. I am the eye in the sky looking at you. Today's
3: Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center.
1: Hello, I'm Billy Knockan, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today, 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine.
3: This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Medical Center, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction. Your new Ford dealership in LaFouche Parish is Calvin Braxton Ford. You may need your vehicle serviced, but you don't want to drive too far. Get ready for some good news. The Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is now open. And better yet, they truly want to keep your vehicle running at its best. Now offering a special on gas-only oil changes, just $39.95, up to five quarts. Plus, with four new tires, your alignment is only $69.95. Yeah, Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport do you know that rouse's markets has their own digital coupons digital coupons are coupons that you can access online get offers for your favorite national brands at www.rouse's.com and redeem them at any rouse's markets with rouse's markets digital coupons there's no need to keep track of paper coupons anymore everything is online just present your phone number at checkout digital coupon just one more way you save shopping at rouse's markets time is money don't waste both running around looking for filters batteries and belt sand related items fleet supply warehouse delivers Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill.
4: Welcome back to the Sports Hangover. I'll be filling in for Gus for the last 30 minutes of the show. Um, let's just kick things off with Daniel Salerson. You can follow him over on Twitter at dsallerson Um, studio host and radio analyst for your New Orleans Pelicans. How are you, Daniel?
6: Jordan, it's great to hear your voice on the radio, my friend. How the heck are you?
4: I'm doing really well. It's kind of weird getting back into the studio and kind of getting back into the swing of things, school going on. So glad I could fill in for the last 30 minutes and looking forward to talk some Pelicans basketball with you.
6: Absolutely. Let's do it, my friend.
4: All right, so let's talk about tonight's game, the Brooklyn Nets visit the New Orleans Pelicans uh, what are kind of the things to stand out tonight? I know Kevin Durant's in town and he's, you know, the the team leader with 30 points for the Brooklyn Nets.
6: Yeah, I mean, they've won six out of their last seven games. And during that time, they've been shooting lights out. I mean, their second in field goal percentage, shooting 49% and they've shot 41% from three in these seven games. So, I mean, they're just doing things that, you know, not a lot of teams are able to do. And it helps that you have Kevin Durant, James Harden and, yeah, they're doing this without Kyrie Irving as well. So I think that's what's been impressive. And also they've only allowed 99.7 points per game in those seven games, which is fourth in the NBA. So not only are they doing it on the offensive end, Jordan, they're doing it on the defensive side of the ball too. So uh, they're just clicking on all cylinders. Unfortunately, that's not been the case for Orleans.
4: Right, yeah. I mean, like you said, they're kind of on a little winning streak themselves. And the Pelicans are on an eight-game losing streak. Brandon Ingram talked about it yesterday, two years ago, that he kind of ran into the same situation with the Pelicans, um, you know, going on a losing streak and finally getting their way out of that hole. Uh, Is tonight where you kind of, you know, maybe see a turnaround if Brandon Ingram is able to play tonight or tomorrow where, um, you know, they can start getting themselves out of this, you know, 11-game hole that they're in?
6: I mean, it certainly helps when you get your second-leading scorer back if that is the case tonight or tomorrow. Um, But it's going to be tough either way if Brandon comes back tonight and faces Brooklyn Nets team, because I think tonight would be a chance for Brandon, if he does play, to kind of get his feet underneath him. You know, we were able to watch him practice yesterday, still trying to get back in the game shape as well um, while participating in some of these practices. So um, I'm not sure, but it definitely gives them a fighting chance. And look, even with Brandon, you know, this team has to play a lot better on both sides of the ball. So, um, yeah, it's going to be tough. Uh, Brandon hopefully can be back for maybe tomorrow or tonight. And, you know, if not, you know, it's, we say next man up, but it's been tough with uh, the right. bench unit so far for this team. So uh, kind of have to play the perfect game tonight against this Brooklyn team that is uh, playing really well right now.
4: Well, Daniel, I mean, hopefully that they can, you know, get a win, especially since, you know, who's going to be performing at the halftime. Red Panda, one of the best halftime shows in the NBA, is going to be performing tonight. So hopefully that the Pelicans could pull out a win. And they could watch a great performance by Red Panda.
6: Well, the good news is we won't know the results of the game during halftime. Right, so yes. yeah, Red Panda is going to be there no matter what. And yeah, if she if she performs and they win, then she'll probably have to perform tomorrow night and probably have to keep her during a winning streak if that's the case. But yeah, one of the the goats of halftime acts is coming to the King Center. So if anything to come, you know, come for Red Panda at halftime.
4: All right, what are you expecting from tonight's game? Who, who are you keeping an eye out for? I know Jonas Valanciunas has kind of been, like, the guy right now with just rebounds over on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball putting up 20 points. Uh, what kind of night do you want to see from him?
6: I mean, you're, you're getting what you're seeing out of him. I mean, I you would love to get what you're seeing out of him every single night with how many double-doubles he's had. I believe probably only 10 straight double-doubles um, on the season for him. Um, look, he's been the catalyst for this team without Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. I think the bad thing is you're relying on him way too much than you really wanted to. You know, when you acquired Jonas from Memphis, he was supposed to be your third, fourth option and just kind of helping those guys along the way with Zion and B.I. being a complimentary player. But right now, that's your go-to. And so he's logging, he lost 39 minutes the other night against OKC. can't have that every single night. You're going to have to have other guys step up. So yeah, Jonas is kind of, you know what you're going to get out of him. It seems to be 20 and 10 games throughout this season I'm looking at the backcourt and seeing who will step up whether it's Devontae Graham or Nikhil Alexander-Walker you got spurts of it in the fourth quarter when Nikhil he had 22 of his 33 in that third fourth quarter the other night against Oklahoma City but you got to have consistency from those two in the backcourt their shooting has not been consistent they have nights where they shoot really well together but they both seem to be off at the same time as well so you would like for that backcourt to get going. And if they could get going and hit some shots, I mean, it gives you a chance to win the ball game.
4: We're talking with studio hosts and radio analysts for your New Orleans Pelicans, Daniel Salerson. You could follow him over on Twitter at DSalerson. You kind of mentioned it, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I mean, he had a great game the other night. Um, And you talk about consistency. I mean, do you see him starting to come out of, you know, that little funk that he had throughout the season so far?
6: I sure hope so. I think the biggest thing for him, and he talked about it, he had a conversation with Willie Green, is the shot selection. I think when you're going through a slump, sometimes the best shots have got to be a little easier than the ones he's taking. And look, I'm glad that he has all the confidence in the world, but some of these contested threes are just not helping himself get out of the shooting slump. And look, in his previous four games, he was just one of two from the free throw line. He went to the free throw line 11 times last night or Wednesday night in the loss to Oklahoma City. So it seems like getting to the rim. It certainly will at least open things up for him, but at least give him an opportunity whether to get to the free throw line or to get a bucket in the paint. So for him, I think the shot selection that needs to be a little bit better because he's shooting 28% from three in the last five, 38% from the floor in the last five. I think the shot selection is kind of what needs to change a little bit for Nikhil if he wants to get out of this bunk.
4: All right, obviously you're around the you know the team. It's you know watch practice. What's Willie Willie Green was kind of passionate after you know the in his post game interview the other night. Um, Are are can you expect to see something different? You know how he kind of you know coaches. He's going to tinker around. This is his first season as the uh, a head coach. So do you see him potentially changing up some things on you know how he you know his style of play or style of coaching?
6: No, I think his coaching kind of stays the same and consistent. He's all about you know the non negotiables, and one of those was. Not happening the other night, and that's playing hard. I think that's where you saw the frustration during post game on Wednesday is right. because the fact that some of his guys weren't giving 100%. And then, you know, they lost their emotions a little bit in that second quarter when the refs were handing out technicals like Halloween candy. There was five of them in that second quarter. So um, I think it's just one of those things that, you know, Willie's a pretty even keel guy. He'll show emotions. You saw that emotion the other night. I'm like, that's the most frustrated we've seen him. But he's not going to change route right now. One, you don't have the personnel to change route. There's nothing really to tinker with until he can get more help from the second unit. So for him, it's stick with the game plan. You adjust depending on what team's coming in, and you go from there. And so for Willie, he's, he'll be the same guy. Um, he'll have to start tinkering when you get guys back in Zion and B.I. So that's when the uh, rotations and all that will have to be adjusted.
4: I mean, you said it best. You, you can't really sleep on any team in the NBA, especially not the ones that – Well, the Pelicans are going to be playing tonight and tomorrow in the Brooklyn Nets and the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's kind of transition in tomorrow's game. Um, Kind of said it. I mean, you can't really sleep on John Moran. He's one of those guys that, you know, doesn't really take much, um, doesn't really need a lot of help around him. As long as shots are going down for him, you can basically put the game in his hands.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're a really solid team right now. They're just getting Brandon Clark back as well. Um, they have an old friend in Steven Adams, so Jonas and Steven going out tomorrow night should be fun. But like you said, you can't sleep on any team. The Pelicans slept on Oklahoma City, and again, that's the team you can't even sleep on. When you're 1-11, you shouldn't be sleeping on anyone. You should be playing 100% for 48 minutes during these ball games. So the Pelicans shouldn't be looking at any opponent anyway besides how they can get the win. So when you look at tomorrow night, both teams are coming off a of back-to-back. So Memphis is playing tonight in Memphis and will fly to New Orleans after the game tonight. So that's the good thing is that no team will have the rest advantage with the Pelicans playing tonight, and they get to sleep in their own bed right after the game. But, you know, Memphis is a team that you've had their way with the last two years. they have yeah. beaten them every time, seven out of eight times in the meeting, or six of seven, I should say, with the alternate schedule last year. Um, so, I mean, this is a big game for them. You know, it's kind of becoming that, that rivalry that you wanted with a team that, you know, they got the number two pick. Pelican got the number one pick in Zion. So, um, no, it's going to be a fun matchup tomorrow. It would be even better if you can get a win or you're, you're coming in with a win after tonight. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough weekend ahead and a tough road trip next week. You play Washington and Miami, so it doesn't get any easier for New Orleans with them struggling right now.
4: Definitely. I mean, you said it best. I kind of mentioned it earlier in the show with Gus. I mean, it's kind of insane that, what, seven out of the eight times that you play the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant, uh, you, you were able to come out with a win, just especially how they've been playing, you know, the past couple of seasons. But no, I appreciate your time. You can go follow Daniel Salerson over on Twitter at DSalerson. Uh, one more thing, actually. Pelicans podcast, who you have on tonight?
6: Yeah, we had Brian Lewis on uh, for from the New York Post covering the Nets. That podcast is available on Pelicans.com. Also, if you missed it, we'll play some of that for you during Pelicans warm up starting at 6.30. So lots to cover on this Brooklyn Nets team. That This is their first game against the Western Conference. So they're 8-4 and four against the East. Now they get to play the West. And uh, right now they're playing a team that is uh, desperate as an understatement for a win tonight in New Orleans.
4: Absolutely. Hopefully tonight and tomorrow night bows well for the New Orleans Pelicans. That, again, that's Daniel Salerson, studio host and radio analyst for your New Orleans Pelicans. I appreciate the time. Look, looking forward to texting you after the game tonight if it's a Pelicans win.
6: Absolutely. You know the rule. No texting during the game. But nah, now, that, George, that's absolutely. why I said after. That's why I said <laughs> yes, after. I
4: want to jinx it if they're up. So I appreciate it again, Daniel.
6: Anytime, Jordan.
4: All right. When we come back, we'll kind of just fit, wrap up the show, final segment of the Sports Hangover, and we'll get into the weekend since it is Friday. We'll be back on the flagship station of your New Orleans Pelicans, ESPN Radio New Orleans.
0: DraftKings Sportsbook is coming soon to Louisiana and it won't be long until you can bet on all of your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers $100 in free bets when you sign up before they go live. No deposit required. DraftKings is bringing their experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world and have created one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code LAROSE when you sign up. Those who sign up right now will get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Louisiana. That's code LAROSE to get $100 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one 877 stop 21 and over. Louisiana only. Availability varies by parish. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions.
3: Hi, I'm Nichols Head Football Coach Tim Rebo. Winning a football game starts with a great game plan, and so does fighting pests. X will protect your home and business from termites, roaches, mice, and even mosquitoes. Call the local team, Dan and Billy Foster at Terminex of HOMA. They will drop a winning game plan to tackle your pests. Terminex is a proud supporter of Nichols Athletics. Go, Go
1: Cardinals! On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance
6: companies do the same.
3: At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery.
1: If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985 446 3333. I'm Matt Ori, and I'm David Ardwin, and we are the AMO Advantage.
3: Can we talk about sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful
4: of your opinion. Now back to the Back. This is going to be the final segment of the sports hangover. Gus Cattengill had to leave a little bit early to go cover a game over in Hattiesburg, so I appreciate him letting me do the final 30 minutes of the show. But no, um, let's start off with the New Orleans Saints in this final segment. Um, Jim Wyatt, a few minutes ago, posted over on Twitter that a few players for the Tennessee Titans were not spotted at practice, and those eight players are quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, David Long, Rashawn Evans, Greg Mabin, Terry Tart, and Don The the, Kind of the big names that I've seen from that list is just Ryan Tannehill, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown. Um, Gus and I discussed that earlier in the show, that if Ryan Tannehill does not play, it looks like Logan Woodside, he was a quarterback at Toledo in his college days, will be taking the field for the Tennessee Titans. But from what Adam Schefter said, it was just an illness that was the reason why Ryan Tannehill was not out at practice, and it was more than likely that you will see him suited up on the field Sunday against your New Orleans Saints. So for all you Saints fans that thought we were, we're going to get you know lucky with Ryan Tannehill being out, I'm sorry. That, that's just not going to happen this week. But let's get into the question of the day that I posted over on Twitter. We haven't really been able to get into it. But we usually do this on a Friday before Saints game weekend. Saints fans, give us your keys to the game and score prediction as the Saints take on the Tennessee Titans. We have a few responses over on Twitter. If the wide receivers catch the ball, we win. Saints 23, Titans 17. Kenny, Saints 26, Titans 17. And then David over on Twitter. One, run wishbone with Taysom. Three, bleed the clock and Number three, hope to win three and three zero. Keys, my key to the game for the New Orleans Saints is kind of you know sticking to um, what the defense has been able to do the past couple of weeks. Not obviously last week against the Atlanta Falcons, but what you saw towards the end of the game over last Saturday. If, if Cam Jordan and Marcus Davenport can get pressure to the quarterback, um, obviously you know the Saints will have a shot. Obviously, you're not going to have. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in for your New Orleans Saints this week. We saw a video that he posted over on Twitter yesterday. Him in a Pelicans uniform Uh, looked like he was in a walking boot. So I don't know how long he's going to be out. Sean Payton just finished talking um, a few minutes ago. So those are the things injury report-wise for your New Orleans Saints. Um, Teron Armstead was not seen at practice. Neither was Alvin Kamara or Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So those are just some of the names that the new orleans saints weren't um th- that weren't at practice for your new orleans saints but no um obviously the wide receiver position i know a lot of people were disappointed with not getting odell beckham jr but um you can look at it one or two ways you can kind of laugh it off and say hey he wasn't the guy for us obviously you don't want to have that in the locker room what if what if michael thomas comes back next year what, what happens if obj the production is well or what if it's not well and now you have to deal with that situation and what are you going to do with michael thomas so uh, probably the best move for the saints was maybe not to do anything if he wanted to come here obviously he would have came here but that just wasn't his mo so for your saints this week i i think you have to look at what trevor Simeon could do because sean payton did announce that he is going to be the starting quarterback this week and against the tennessee titans so if he can just um, kind of do what he's been doing, get get the ball to the wide receiver's hands. I, I think the Saints can have a decent week against the Tennessee Titans. I, I'm going to give you my final score for this game. I, I don't think it's going to be a pretty one just with the amount of players that are going to be out. I think it's going to be one of those gritty games where um, both sides of the ball can't really move up and down the field. So I, I'm going to say it's a low-scoring game, 13-10, Saints pull it out. Uh, if, if they had Derrick Henry in, obviously it would be a different story, but – Tennessee Titans do not have Derrick Henry in this weekend. So, no, I, I, I that would just about do it for for, for the show today. And I, I want to give a big shout-out to a few of the guests. Ed Daniels, he came on and talked about high school football. Steve Ricardifon, Um came to talk about the Tennessee Titans matchup over in our number one. Vegas itself, Rafael Esparza came on the show earlier just talking about all the matchups over the weekend Marlon Favorite talked about the LSU fight Tigers their game against Arkansas Gus will be having that and be talking about that or um later on this weekend Leo Haggerty went around the NFC South and we just had Daniel Sallerson come on to preview tonight's matchup with the New Orleans Pelicans and the Brooklyn Nets I'm looking forward to watching both of the games this weekend for your New Orleans Pelicans, Brooklyn Nets tonight and the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow when they face Ja Morant. Hopefully the Pelicans can get out of this eight-game slump and um, pull out a win and kind of break break this chain that we're in with the losing streak. But uh, I appreciate, Gus, for you allowing me to come on the show and fill in for you for these last 30 minutes and just kind of give my take on New Orleans sports with the Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints. And it was great to be back in studio talking to you guys, everyone that are listening over on the radio or on the tune in radio app. Um, hopefully I'll be back soon. Got school. So just trying to finish up with that and I'll be able to um, come in and, and talk to you guys more. Appreciate all the phone calls, everyone that's listened um, up next. We have Matt Moscona and after further review um, here on the flagship station of the New Orleans Pelicans ESPN Radio New Orleans. Thank you.